And welcome to episode 72 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. I'm also joined. <laughs> Sorry, that was a really weird hello. Yeah, I know, that was a really weird hello. Was it? Yeah, you were like, hello. Uh, I, was, I was startled. It's early. <laughs> Evidently, you were startled. But yes, hello, drama mat. Hello. Hello. How are you, lovely gentlemen, today? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you doing, Matt? Yeah, I'm 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 well. It's starting to be warm. I'm in a vest already, so that's that's happening. That's, a, that's awesome. Is it a string vest? Are you it's... wearing a hanky on on your head that's got a knot in each corner? Uh, I'm I'm going to say yes, just for your image, but no, sorry. No, that's oh. for his. That's for his sexual gratification. I mean, I, yeah. it, it, I mean, it does arouse me fully to to know that that's the case, even good, fictionally. Good to know. Um, how are you, Snipe? I'm fine. I kind of want it like an escape button from this conversation. Though. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was what I was doing with the asking you how you were. To be Thank honest. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, to start off, we've got a bit of general news about the channel and stuff. Yeah, if you haven't seen it on all of the all of the everywhere, media. I think I saw it about four times. I told an old lady at the bus stop, and she was like, "Shit, okay." <laughs> and then she told, you know, it's kind of like a Chinese telephone kind of thing going on. Um, yeah, I, I, we, we put it everywhere so that it would be seen, you know. Um, but yeah, we're, um, cutting back on Snipe and Wib play the series. Um, uh, so rather than being four a month or, well, every week, really. Four uh, every week. Well, I mean, it's four, I mean, there's four one a per, month, but one that's, per week. but that doesn't line up perfectly with months. So, yeah. you know, there's one a week. PCM. Uh, we're going down from one a week to one a month. Uh, because we're burnt out and stressed, and uh... I've not been fantastic mental health wise. It's been pretty tricky, actually. Um, uh, I'll probably survive. That sounds really dodgy. That I was being facetious. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, I'll I'll be fine. It's just yeah, having a real fucking rough patch right now. So that kind of a thing is a bit too emotionally stressful for me. So we're just gonna do that for a bit. And that means we'll be able to put more editing time and probably record for longer in the monthly sniping with plays we do do. Yeah, so we can put a bit more effort into the yeah. the, the stuff that e- that does go on the channel. There'll just be a bit less of it. Yeah. Um, but it will mean that we are going to um, try and get out at least one scripted thing a month, which is something we've wanted to do for a while. Yeah. Um, and we we were close. We were the closest we've ever been to that last year because we had eight scripted videos in the whole year um, pretty but, heckin good. but yeah we're going to try and um, get those out much more consistently uh, the next one is mostly written so that is yeah. good um, I think it's good so hopefully that will be out um, in like I mean I guess at this point it'll be out in like three weeks I guess maybe in theory yeah. in theory um, I mean maybe earlier I mean who knows uh, we're trying new <laughs> things so who knows we're going to be working hard though um, but not not too hard <laughs> Not too hard, because I'll just explode. Um, you can work hard, kind of but you work. just don't have to work hard every day. Yes. Like, oh. you, can have, you can have a weekend. No, oh. weekends are for the week. 
Fans. Um. <laughs> that is actually that is a joke. Everyone should take time for themselves. I hate this millennial thing of like you're not doing well unless you're literally like going bald from stress and working yourself mm. to death. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. so we're trying to unravel from that and actually have fucking days mm. off. Yeah, good. I'm I'm very glad for you. Yeah, unfortunately, we all have um, internalized damage from uh, the fact we live in a horrifying economic model. Um, so uh, wow, <laughs> let us. That was Move quick. on. Okay. All right. All let's, right. Let's, let's move on to happier things. Okay. Anyway, Snipe, what have you been up to? Well, drama butt, I've been up to precisely fuck all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been I've been leveling a void elf. Okay. From zero to hundred, because that's that in the world of the Warcraft. That's in the worlds of Warcraft. Yes. The Warcraft. Been, the, yes, the the WoWcraft. Been enjoying that. It's just like. That's what I do when I'm having a rough patch. I just I tend to either level a new character or just pick an arbitrary goal and wow and just fucking like tear ass towards it. Like I'm gonna get exalted with this fucking faction that everyone's forgotten in, is, is in the game. <laughs> uh, they have wiggly mounts. That's fine. Fans, that's literally what I used to do all the time when I played yeah. WoW. That's why I, that's why I got the insane title is because that's when I had my nervous breakdown <laughs> and I was like. Fuck it. And I spent like a year doing that. <laughs> it was actually pretty therapeutic. Because <laughs> I had to level a character to like n- like 1 to 90 as well. Just because I didn't have a, a, a human rogue. So Because yeah. they get perks. They too. get like, humans get like 8 plus like 10% uh, reputation bonus. And also you had to have a rogue. Because there were like lock boxes that you needed to farm. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I did that for a long, long time, and yeah, that was that's what self care looks like Apparently. for me. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um, I'm really enjoying the kind of like, um, what's the word, war fronts and stuff like that, which is basically just how do we make WoWcraft an RTS kind of thing again? <laughs> so it's like a big instance where you have like twenty, thirty people. Well, it's about twenty people, I think, and you just build a base. And go out in raiding parties and collect like metal and stone, like like it's like it's like iron and um and wood. So you can and then like you go and put your your wood and and like metal into your big civic building, and then it gets better, and you have more things you can build. So it's, you're just constructing buildings from resources. Yeah, or you can yeah. just go out in a raiding party. It's literally up to you. It's oh, like okay. as like there's one of them that's in Arathi. Where with my rogue, because you can collect wood while stealth. So I literally just go around the entire map collecting wood because that's the hardest resource to farm in uh. that one. And then just come back and just like basically like you know the the holla holla kind of like you pile of bills in in the hand and you just flick out all those notes. I'm doing that, but with planks of wood because I'm very strong. so probably concussing a lot of people. <laughs> hey, it's with with copious resources, and I've just been doing that, and that's a lot of fun. And kind of like dabbling with role play again, mm. which is again a lot of fun. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's like that's like the only other game I've been playing apart from Far Cry Five. Ooh, okay. Which my brother got me because he is the oh. best brother. Um, and been playing that with Longfang on uh, the Thursday streams. You've and been fishing. Yeah, that's Longfang's fault. Because <laughs> yeah. like, he, he streams on his own. There's fishing in Far Cry 5. Okay. Where you literally you just like sit there and you just fish. 
And it's it's surprisingly relaxing, but like every five minutes you get strafed by a racist biplane. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I I know that's the thing. I know that's true, but the, every time I'm reminded that that's a thing, it just cracks me up. <laughs> you'll just be happily fishing, and then you'll get a oh, I see you down there, and then they just they start strafing you. Because yeah. I have basically a 50 cal on me at every fucking, like, it's a really ugly Far Cry blood dragon, like, neon pink and, and blue, like, 50 cal rifle. I just pop the pilot and then just kind of take a few steps to the left so it doesn't land on me. <laughs> and then just continue fishing around the flaming wreckage. It's pretty fun. But, but what, yeah, like, what are your thoughts on the game overall? My guess is you're going to say, fine, I guess. It's fine. That's the thing. It's It's okay. Uh, the main character, because like, if you don't know, um, the like the main things takes place in a place called Hope County, where some crazy religious extremist guy has just carved out a part of America for himself and his cult. And you you basically it starts off very outlast too in the way that you go down in a helicopter and you got to go arrest him because he's a fucking despot. Is there less cocks? I haven't seen a I haven't seen a wiener yet. Ubisoft are cowards. They're cowards. <laughs> I'd like to see a wiener. One day. Maybe not in Far Cry Five, <laughs> but just I just in general, I think you know, one day. <laughs> well, well, dear. <laughs> Can you help me with this? I, the internet. No. Oh my no, god! No, I'm gonna get so no. many dick pics. I, I don't. I don't want pictures of wee wees. But thank you. Um, wiener dogs, however, send me so many pictures of those darling little sausages. Because they mm. are the cutest little boys, um, but yeah, no, it's a story but not dog mode. Wieners. I, not dog. Important wieners. difference. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, <laughs> story I could not give less of a fuck about because honestly, since Far Cry Three, the stories have just gotten worse and worse. Well, they've been desperately trying to recapture Far Us. Cry Three. Yeah, they, they basically want they want every game to be. What the first half of Far Cry Three was? <laughs> yeah, and they just can't do it. like Pagan Min was a really transparent attempt at making us, and he it was, was the most transparent one. Yeah, that was pretty cringy. As much as I hate using that word, it was just like, ugh, just look, it, you can't do it. It's like trying to copy Heath Ledger's Joker. Just don't. Yeah, just do something else different. Just like, do yeah. something. It's like that's why I don't really hate Jared Leto Joker as much as like I think a lot of people do. I mean, I fucking hate Jared Leto so goddamn much. He's <laughs> disgusting. But, like, the, the 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 Joker that they had there is like, well, you know what, at least you just, at least you didn't copy uh, yeah. Ledger's Joker. That's, that's a, i say that's a point in the win column. For I wonder you. if that's why they did what they did mm. uh, with the character. Was you because, can't follow that. Because they were like, okay, we have this thing that, like, I know not everyone is the hugest fan of um, the Heath Ledger Joker. Well, and I think it has fine. been a bit overplayed. Yeah. Um, I think people went a bit too far. Yeah, we've it. seen it everywhere now. But it was a very iconic yeah. Interpretation I think it was Joker, just it was so. a very shocking and out of nowhere and I think that's why it had yeah. such a good impact is cuz that's why I, I think Vass was such a powerful ca- like character and such an intimidating presence is because he had such a strong personality and he kind of came out of nowhere. Well no basically people's expectations for Far Cry 3 were pretty low because well the Far Cry series had always been okay yeah that's the thing. <laughs> and that's that's about but as yeah. much as anyone could say about it but yeah i digress so like they they just kind of made a religious like alt-right extremist as the the main villain and like you barely really see him 
And I mean, I don't care. I mean, I kind of like, I'm really, I get really angry about cults, like religious cults and stuff like that. They fucking drive me nuts. Like, that's one of my zero to a hundred anger buttons. Yeah. And I like it because I can, like, I can fuck them up. You know what I mean? (laughs) I can, like, go blow up one of their fucking, like, guard towers or whatever and... But, like, they've changed a lot of things. Like, the whole crafting isn't really there. You literally just skin animals and then sell the skin. And it's like, oh, okay. I I always really liked that about Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4 is that, you know, you had to go hunting and, you know, collect materials so Mm. that you could, like, oh, you've got to get this special bear skin if you want to get this, like, this sniper rifle ammo pouch. And I thought that was really cool. And, like, herbs and stuff like that, I've not really bothered using them because i just don't care you can you can create a character in this one but it's pretty woeful and you don't have many choices and they do they it does have like fucking microtransactions and shit in it because it's Mm, ubisoft and they can't goddamn help themselves (laughs) they keep it keeps giving me like oh here are your silver bars and i'm like i don't fucking want them (laughs) i don't give a fuck don't give a bloody fuck yeah basically I, I guess yeah. being set in the states, like you don't need to craft stuff because you can just go to Walmart to buy all your guns or whatever. <laughs> so. like, you can go to like any store at all, as far as I'm aware. You just find them on the ground. You, like, yeah, oh, there's growing trees. Well, and you just... just trip over the. Oh, oh look, sh- it's a gun bush. Oh shit, a Scar H might as well. But yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's fine. That's the thing. It's like again, the story could not give less of a fuck about. But like you get like animal companions, which I think is a thing they kind of had it held over from Primal. Yeah, I think Primal was the first thing to do mm. that. But yeah, you can get a doggo called called Boomer. Is he, is he like the default one? He's like the default one, and he's like a super cute boy. And um, he like he, I think he can like finish off enemies on the ground. You can also get Longfang's favorite companion, which is Cheeseburger, who is a fucking brown bear. Cheeseburger is a fantastic that... name for a bear. Yeah, yeah and you know, you know that, what? That's great. The best thing is, is that there is literally a button to pet these animals. <laughs> pet a cheeseburger. Yeah, I pet a cheeseburger today, and it was awesome. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. It's like, it's Fine. like, yeah. we, we, we were fishing and Longfang, because he's like, he's completed the game. And I've really just only played it on stream because it's fun to play with friends. And he called Cheeseburger and I just started fussing over him. And like you just give him good pets and then they like they lick your face and, and snuggle up to you and stuff. And I'm like, oh. And you can get like a you can get a mountain lion called Peaches. And she's a nice girl. <laughs> uh, and that, yeah, you can just pet other people's hunting dogs as well. Like you can just go up and just pet their dogs. What, they're like NPCs with dogs? And yeah, dogs. they're like NPCs yeah. with dogs. They're like NPC hunters wandering around. They're basically portable shops. Ah. Right. So you can go and just sell your, your shit to them. But mostly pet their and dogs. You just pet their dogs. Okay, yeah, good, And good, it's good. awesome. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, so I've been quite enjoying that. But the thing is, I can't recommend it solely on single player kind of basis because I haven't really played it single player <laughs> you've just because been... I don't fucking care to <laughs> you just, you've just been going on and, and fishing on stream and uh, petting bears yeah and you know if you want to fish and pet bears and occasionally get strafed by racists in biplanes I can recommend it <laughs> are there actually biplanes because the only ones I've seen have been like World War 2 era fighters yeah uh, that's yeah there's a spitfire in there I think actually so yeah ignore my biplanes so like if you want to get strafed by World War 2 planes 
Which I remember somebody was going, that's just unrealistic. And it's like, it's really not. No, America... That's very quiet. That's that's very realistic. There's loads of reconditioned, yeah. um, like, it's like, World War II There's, there's going to be, like, planes. a bunch of private collectors and things yeah. like this. So it's like, it's not... It, I, I wouldn't think they'd be super uncommon in people who say own a lot of land or whatever to have, like, a, just an old kind of plane if that's what they're into. Yeah, like there are there are a lot of um yeah, like private collectors in America who mm. do maintain like things I I think when they do a lot of air shows and things like showing off um World War Two planes, quite a lot of the planes that are still maintained are kept by private collectors and mm. they just bring them all in. Yeah. I might be making that up, but that's a, a vague memory I have. Yeah, no. So yeah, and like it's Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, what else have I been up to? Oh, I've watched a couple of spooky things. Spooky things? Yeah. And there's like a Netflix series called Night Flyers, which is based on a George R. R. Martin story. Oh, okay. That was published in 1980, made into a movie in 87 or 6, and now they've just done like a Netflix season about it, a Netflix series, which that in mind makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of things there where you're like, ugh. You've seen it all before. Seen this shit before. And it's like, yeah, but at, at the time in 1980, this is probably quite impressive. <laughs> you know, just like, just little elements of the story. Like, you know, genetically engineered people and, and people who have like gene modifications. I will and, say. And there's like a navigator woman in there who has like a plug in her arm that she can plug into the nav systems and just the general systems of the ship. I will say there was a few things where like when you were first started, first started watching it, I was like, when I was like, what's this called? And I went and, and searched it on Wikipedia and I was like, okay, that, that explains it. Um, looking at the date because I'm like, yeah, things like, you know... 40k and and the like i'm like yeah, yeah it wouldn't surprise me if there's a few there was some influence soft there. influences in here yeah as we're saying soft influence of this influencing the people who wrote 40k yeah not or, the other way around yes 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 but yeah um I've, I've gotten a good few episodes in um trying to figure out how to not spoil much um basically the uh they get a crew together this main the main character guy because he wants to, like, because Earth is dying and they, they want to go and make contact with an alien race that seemingly has, like, renewable energy, or, like, really good kind of, like, uh, ways of making, like, clean, healthy energy, like, that kind of thing. So they're kind of, they're trying to, like, they, they chartered this spacecraft to kind of go and intercept them so they can meet up with them. The problem is that these creatures won't communicate with people at all. Like, they just won't really mingle with humanity whatsoever. And all I've got to say is, fucking smart choice. <laughs> We're fucking garbage. <laughs> and so the Doctor, he brings a what's referred to as an L1 on board, which is a telepathic human. And those the, these people are treated like very very dangerous animals uh which is like you think about it and go yeah they probably would be because like this, you see the guy in like a fucking like inch thick steel cube like like little like bedroom that they just kind of move him around in mm-hmm. and they keep him under sedation because he's dangerous and all this kind of stuff and and like he, like if he's like a bit out of it, he can look at you and really fuck with your head because it's like I think one of the women, like her hand, his handler, is like, oh, that's just a psychic feedback loop. It's like, yeah, you could say that, but this person is bleeding from the eyes and nose. Um, 
I would say it's the way it starts kind of pisses me off, and I don't like the way they do, like like when people do this with their with their movies, where they'll have like, so like this is not even a spoiler. Like it starts as the L one's handler woman running from another member of the crew with a fucking axe. So he's basically hunting her down to kill her, and she's like, "Oh, this is a distress call! Oh my god!" And then she like like they basically they both die. And it's like, okay, I hate when you do that. I hate when fucking movies and anything does that. Because it's like, well... It's a TV know... series, isn't it? Yes, yeah, TV yeah. series. But yeah, I don't like that when that happens because it's like, wow, okay, I've just had that fucking... Why should I care about these two characters now? I mean, I do... Like, I really like this one guy called Rowan who is like... I think he's really cool. He's like, he's, he's, he's a handsome, thick boy. And I, <laughs> there's quite a lot of diverse body types in this and I love it. It's so good. And like this like my two favorite characters are Mal and Rowan and they're just great. <laughs> I need more of them. Um and like there's like a couple of things like there's like a lesbian relationship at one point where you sit there and you kind of go this would have been fucking shocking in 1980. I wonder it's if it's so kind uh, of yeah. like normal now, but I'm wondering if like are those elements that were in the original book, or have they been? I don't know. Um, added. I do know because um, when I was uh, looking this up, um, when you were first watching it, and I wanted to know how old it was. I know that um, one way that you can, because the, there was an original like short, like a short story, like a novella, and then that was expanded. Yeah. And the way you can tell if something's based on the original like novella or the expanded version is the names, because the names were changed. Oh, so the movie that came out in the 80s is based on the shorter version, and you can tell because the characters all have the original yeah. names. Um, I don't know if this, this version is I based on the expanded version it. or the shorter no, version. So. I'm just judging it on its own. But yeah, um, and like weird stuff starts happening like on the like present time instead of the flash forward. And it's like, it's very obviously not the, the telepathic guy. It's like, like he's doing a couple of weird things, but like, it's obvious something fucky is afoot, and like it's, it it doesn't do the George R. R. Martin thing of just like, everybody's dead by episode two, which is honestly refreshing, because after Game of Thrones, it kind of it was interesting to begin with, and then it was just like, well, the, it's kind of a gimmick now. Ain't the it? problem with Game of Thrones was that w the first handful of seasons of it, it was shocking to have characters die that seemed important. But as you watched it for an extended period of time, you started understanding what characters were in danger and what characters weren't. And especially some characters, because, like, say, um, characters that were off doing their own thing for several seasons. Mm -hmm. Every time they were in danger, you're like, well, they're not really in danger because... Because this story thread can't end here because then we would have wasted hours of our yeah, time it would following have, it, them. It wouldn't have just been hours of the viewers' time, but it would have been hundreds and hundreds of hours of the production time, yeah, and that's yeah. just not going to happen. It's yeah. like, once you understood how the series functioned, how those things work, then the death stopped being shocking because you understood yeah. who was who was up for mm. the chop. You Definitely, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, uh, if you can kind of get your head in the old, in the, in the old, this is old from the 1980s kind of thing, then yeah. You know, it's, it would be, I imagine it's a little like, um, did you ever watch, um, John Carter, the movie? No. 
Uh, I think you mean Princess fucking Mars or that is whatever. That uh, is what the book is originally called, and it's like fucking ancient. And because I know that, that makes me intelligent, and you have to give me respect. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm just acting <laughs> like an internet person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the original book is like, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? It's the guy that wrote Tarzan that wrote it, so it's that old. George R. Ki- R. Martin. Kipling? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, anyway. fuck, it's got some bother yeah. me. But anyway, it's the same guy, um, if I remember rightly. And so this this is like a really old story. But when they made a movie, like, ten years ago or something, it seemed so derivative because so many stories have been based on or inspired by the original story yeah. that when you finally see the original story, you're like, well, I've seen it all before. Yeah. Even though that's the originator of it. Also, John Carter, um, which is a terrible name for it. It was originally going to be called John Carter of Mars. I think that's way better, but it still that still sounds really old. Yeah, well, it, well, it, well, the original name of the book's Princess of Mars, and I they know. didn't want to call it that because it would... Princess is a name! Because, well, they didn't want to call it that because we live in a hellscape where if you put the word princess in the title, then everyone assumes it's for girls. Um, <laughs> um, but they, um, yeah, they, they just said, called it John Carter, and so no one saw it because no one knew what it was about because just calling it John Carter is unhelpful. You could just call it, like, John Carter, the hero of Mars, or yeah. like John Carter, the liberator of Mars, or John Carter, the Martian manhunt. No. <laughs> it's not. It's called, just call it the Martian. <laughs> yeah, just, that's a great name. That's, I can't see any right? problem with that. But it's, like, it, it's not bad. Like, I watched it, I like, expecting it to be really bad, because I'd heard really bad things about it. Mm. And then I watched it, and I was like, you know what, this is actually fine. Like, it's nothing astounding. It's nothing groundbreaking, but well, it's... Well, like, it probably was at the time. Yeah, the story at the time would have been, but, like, from a modern perspective, as a modern mm. movie. But it's, like, completely... It's, it's very CG-heavy, yeah. but it's fine. It's no Avatar. I, you know, I can honestly say I have never seen Avatar, it's, and I have absolutely okay, zero desire so to go watch like, Avatar as well. If you've seen well. Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves, it's literally that. I've seen, I've seen John Carter, which is basically the same story. Okay, so it's like that, but the CGI is probably a little bit better. <laughs> but it's like then they, they fuck the things that they fly with, and then like with their hair penises, it's really that is not in John Carter. That is unique to to um, <laughs> that's. To Jim I mean, Cameron's weird brain. And, like, you literally have Sigourney Weaver in it for, like, ten minutes, I think. <laughs> and she's just like, I knew, I wanted a conservatory, so I'm here. <laughs> anyway, so Night Flies, do you recommend Night it? Night Flies, yeah, I recommend it. It's, it. But bear in mind, it does. It, it seems derivative because it's fucking old. Okay. But, mm. yeah. Um, the last thing I've seen is just a movie I saw on Netflix called The Monster. Okay. Does it have a monster in it? It does have a monster in it. That's pretty good, then. Um, this As Solder Scene. Yes, it does have like a lot of non-linear storytelling, which I thought was quite crappy. Um, I'd say overall I had quite a positive impression of it, but it did do a lot of things that I was kind of a bit like, meh, with. Uh, it does... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little girl, as I say, she's probably about 10 or 12 and her piece of shit mother, who looks like she's 15 years old, because she's the, the actress playing her is just really youthful looking. Yeah, she's... Uh, she I, is I'm, so young this looking. Is, apparently this is just the week of me looking up things on IMDb for you while you were watching <laughs> things on Netflix. I'm eternally grateful, dude. But you were like... you were, But, but you said, look at her! And like, I looked over and she looks that's like... She, she looks 15. She looks... She looks so young! And then we looked it up and she's two years older than I am. Which is like 56. <laughs> no, wait, she's like three... I think she's three years older than I am. Wasn't it like five? Like at the time when the movie, she was like mid thirties. She was like, damn girl. Yeah, I think she was like thirty three when the movie was made. But she looked, she could play anywhere from like fifteen to about twenty two. Yeah, she looked so like Jesus girl. That's wow. 
And like, so she's, really weird, like, she's yeah, so she's playing like the shithead, like down, like deadbeat mom, and like, the, like the daughter is like, like it kind of starts with her trying to wake her mom up and being like, come on, we need to go, and she's like, I'm awake. Where's Roy or whatever shithead boyfriend's name? And she's like, I don't know where Roy is. He's an idiot anyway. And like, you know, the whole kind of like kid being a bit older because her mother sucks. And then, like, you know, it goes on and it's, like, it just keeps showing the woman being a terrible mother. And, like, even when she tries, she fucks it up because she's not trying very hard. And you're like, okay, so I hope this character dies. She's fucking shit. And, like, the little kid is just, like, she's trying to do her best. And, like, they start driving. Like, it's, I think it's said that they, she's taking her to her dad's, basically. And then she's like, the mother in the car is like giving her a bit of a guilt trip, being like, oh god, yeah, you won't want to come back. And this all this kind of shit. And like, they do a great job of making me hate this fucking character so much. You're just like, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, just go let her live with her dad because you are garbage, lady. And like, they're driving, it's quite a drive. And they... Like, it starts pissing it down with rain and it, like, it gets dark. And they're just driving along this big old country road, you know, like, taking her home to the place that the kid hopefully will belong. (laughs) Nowhere near West Virginia, as far as I'm aware. Yes. But I I haven't seen a mountain, but there is a mama in it. Did anyone in the movie get banned for carrying too much ammo? (laughs) No, although... Okay, that was a reference to someone like who was really enjoying Fallout 76 to the point where they played like 900 hours of it. They got banned because they had collected too much ammo. Um, Which is... Because Fallout 76 is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Moving on. So they're like, stretch the road... Uh, and they're, they're like, they're talking away and they hit something and, you know, they spin out and like, they, they kind of get pretty fucked up because this is an old American car with like no safety features. So <laughs> there's like no airbag, nothing. So they're all cut up and the woman's really hurt her wrist and they're like, what the fuck did we hit? Was that like a person? That was big. So like they turn around, they look and it's this big dead wolf and they're like, oh shit. And I'm immediately like, fuck this movie. <laughs> I love my wolf, my wolf baby. And they can't. They call for like you know AA roadside assistance, and they call for like the ambulance because they're obviously injured. And they call like, you know the, the little kid's dad, and it's like yeah, we're okay. Just might be a bit longer because we hit a dog, you know that kind of thing. They kind of sit there like the little girls, kind of watching, like just kind of sitting around hanging out, and the little girls kind of looking out the window. At this thing, she's like, I think we, I think that might be someone's pet, and, the, and she's like, no. So they, she goes out and has a look, and there's like this giant fucking inch long fucking fang. She pulls out of it, and she's like, huh, right? Because it's like it's fucking it's a big thick fang, like like from a fucking if a wolf was the size of like a really big moose, <laughs> that's how big the fangs would be. And she's and she starts getting really uncomfortable. And it, like, long story short, it turns out that there's this weird fucking monster in the woods. The monster, the monster. you might say. 
And it's just, it's quite a claustrophobic kind of horror where they're just in the car and then there's like, the guy comes and helps them and then he's outside and... And there's ooh, yeah, and it's monster like ooh, time. monster time. And there's the, the the little girl who's acting. She's pretty decent as an actress. So it's like like massive props to this kid. And there's like there's one scene that I fucking love. This kind of shot. It's so clever. Like this is the epitome of good horror shots. So like they, like the little girl realizes that the wolf isn't in the middle of the road anymore. And she's like, wait, what the fuck? So she, she kind of goes out in the pouring rain. And she's looking like, she's because she has to go and talk to the guy and get the phone back, the the, um, the AA repairman. And he's like, oh, it's in my truck. And she's like, okay, your truck's not open. And he's underneath the car fixing their axles. And he's like, well, just wait a minute, sweetheart. And he's like, she's like, okay. So she, she sees the spot of blood where the wolf was and she sees drag marks. And she's like, okay. So she starts following this, like, starts following those bloody drag marks into, like, just this, like, and she gets, like, 10, 15 feet into the woods off the side of the road, and she finds the wolf corpse. And she's, like, kneeling next to it, kind of, and she's, you know, she's like, oh, I found the wolf! And obviously no one can hear it, it's pissing down with rain. And she's just kind of, like, kneeling over it, and she, like, it's set up so that she's kind of more to the left of the shot, and it's just kind of filming her, kind of looking down at this this dead wolf, and she's like, I'm really sorry that we hit you. And like, just being really sweet. And like, the scene kind of goes on for a little bit. She's just kind of looking at this wolf. And then you see like, there's just a bit of like slick um, foliage behind her that literally just, put, that's the monster. And it just kind of raises its head. It's been in shot the whole fucking time, just out of focus. And it's only just moved. And it kind of, like, you po- see it poke up and you see its fucking teeth and you're like, oh, fuck. And then it cuts back to the car. And you're like, oh, that was so fucking good. I love that. <laughs> when the thing has been in the shot the whole time and then just at the end it moves and you go, fuck. <laughs> it's just this, oh, it's, oh, it skeeves me out. It's mm. so good. But yeah. Um, it's all practical, well, mostly practical effects as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's just, it seems to just be a guy in a suit or an animatronic. And I am so down for that. Because you don't get enough cool monster suits anymore. Mm. And it, it will always look a hundred times better than CGI. Oh, yeah. I yeah. fucking love it. It's got rain coming off it, and it's like... It is a spooky kind of monster. And it's it's like... It kind of displays intelligence, so it does... It fucks with them a little bit. And it is just fun. And, like, there's a couple of... Like, the, the ending shot. I'm not going to spoil what it is. But the last shot of the movie is such a beautiful shot because you you were talking to me about it it's just it had it, it hit all the notes and it it really did kind of convey to the viewer the kind of feeling it was it was putting across and it was really good let's just say the uh, the director and writer um cause it was the same person i believe i think so yeah um they were one of those cowards that used subtext yes um, <laughs> those so, cowards who use subtext yeah. but no um <laughs> There was like a good few flashbacks in the movie, which I understand that they needed to be something to break shots from them being in the car. I got that, but I didn't like it because <laughs> it was just like, okay, we get it. The mother is a piece of shit. Fucking don't care anymore. <laughs> but like, hey, maybe like you know, somebody. If that sounds interesting, which I, yeah, I can recommend. It is like a net positive experience. <laughs> it's not perfect, but it is entertaining, and I think it's worth it just for the the fact that there's a mon- like a monster suit, and goddamn, we don't see enough of those. That's true. That's true. So yeah, 
the monster can recommend. Cool. For spoops. It's not like bone chilling, but there's a couple of like, woof. Yeah. Spoopy moment, mm-hmm. moments. But yeah. That's me done. Um, Wiblet. What have you been up to, friend? Um, as you might have been able to guess from Star- last time. Star Trek? I mean, yeah. <laughs> as you might be able to guess from last time where I made a very big deal of a game that I was uh, I was going to be playing. I'm going to, you know, go go into that a bit now. Been playing a lot more Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I have also been playing Bloodborne, but I'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, Bloodborne. <laughs> um yeah, no, just just to, just to kind of say about uh, cuz I've been playing more of that Open RCT2. Um I played some on stream uh, because I started playing with the scenario editor a bit. Because um, I never really bothered with it back in the day. Um, which I presume was in the, the original build of the game. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, well, yeah, you can just make your own levels. Um, so I made a big one that was like borderline free play for um, playing a stream. So like name things after, you know, um, I think I, there was like um, rides named after us, which were like two racing roller coasters. And then I named ones after all of our mods and a bunch of people in stream chat. And there was also a roller coaster that went all around the edge of the park, which, bearing in mind, I'd intentionally made it a gigantic park. So um, this took, like, 20 minutes out of someone's day, huh? It took... Well, okay, bearing in mind, like, a roller coaster in Roller Coaster Tycoon, it regularly takes, like... I think if one takes, like, over a minute, then it's, like, a really huge one. This one took, like, four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> was like... it just was it just flat around the edge, like a monorail-type transport? No, thing? no, it was, like, the, one of the... I think it was, like, a giga coaster or whatever it calls. So they're, like, the crazy tall ones. They're basically... Uh, they can't loop, though. So they, if I remember rightly, they're kind of like the, um, the, the one that used to be the world's tallest that's at Blackpool. Oh, is that yeah, one that's yeah, made yeah. out of wood? No, no, it's not made out of wood. No, there is a lot of ones made out of wood up in Blackpool, but this, the, yeah. the, it used to, it was the Pepsi Max for a while. I don't yes, know if it that was, still yeah. has the same branding. I got stuck on the way up on that one. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not, I've not actually <laughs> wait, been wait, on wait. it. Did you, did, was it you getting stuck on your own or was it everyone else as well? <laughs> or did you just like stick your hand out and just grab onto like... No, he climbed up it and he wouldn't, <laughs> and wouldn't get down. <laughs> yeah, they had to hit him with a broom and everything. <laughs> Like, sir, you need to buy a ticket. And he started hissing at them. And they were like, fuck, we got a cryptid here. Someone shaved Bigfoot. <laughs> Not very well, because he's still very beardy. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Jerome. I don't know why I keep telling stories about you getting stuck on things and hissing at people. <laughs> yeah, it's not based on fact at all. <laughs> don't know what you want to It's almost as if that's a thing you do, like, at least once a week without fail. <laughs> How, 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 so how did you get stuck up there? Well, because, so there's, um, people know how roller coasters work, presumably. There's, there's no, two cars on it. Speedy thing goes up and then and it gets speedy when you go down. Exactly. There's two cars on it, or there might even be three, I don't know, but there's like multiple cars on the track at the same time to like mm. make it more efficient. So while one's loading up, one can be like going up the like clickety-click relifting bit. And then the other one can be like riding around or whatever. I can't remember if it was two or three. But there's obviously there, then there has to be some safety things in, which means that the cars can't get too close to each other. And this was basically just on a day when there was just like absolutely no wind or something, and the wind or the or something, which meant the cars were going ever so slightly faster than they were supposed to. Oh no! So it meant that when it came into the station, it didn't stop quite. It stopped like you know a millimeter or whatever, like a tiny, tiny amount further forward than it should do. But because of that, it triggered the safety thing and shut the whole ride down. 
so me and my brother and obviously a bunch of however many other strangers were on this ride on the way up halfway up the incline me being absolutely terrified of heights i don't know why i agreed to get to get on like but that wasn't the worst the worst bit was because it's like there's no loops in this it's just huge you have one big you 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 go up the top and then it goes around but there's no loops so like there's it's not like an over-the-shoulder big padded comfy support thing it's just a lap bar yeah and the seats are like plastic and only go up like half your back which is fine as you're moving around but if you're sat there for like half an hour or whatever it was at like a 45 odd whatever degree angle the back of the seat plastic seat digging into your spine was so much worse than the like being oh, high man. up and stuck because it was just such oh. an uncomfortable seat oh, it's a fun it's a fun it's a fun ride though <laughs> it's a fun ride when you're not stopping when it, get, on it. And it, did, it did mean that the ride was slightly more fun because it was going slightly faster than it was supposed to as well <laughs> but it meant that for a while every time the ride went through the whole ride got shut down and had to reset for like the rest of the day basically why oh, did they just shut it the fuck down that because people so... were still queuing <laughs> so I don't know I don't, to be fair I think ours we didn't know it was doing this when we got in the queue so yeah. they should have had a sign going warning this will take you 45 minutes to complete <laughs> Honestly, um, I like um, I, I never went on that ride because the last time I went, I went there. I was not quite. I was, I was not. I'd not quite ditched my fear of roller coasters. Yeah, neither did I. Which, which like now, I, now I like don't care, and I would happily yeah. go on it. But like, I, I really enjoyed because there was a couple of racing wooden roller coasters there. That yeah, I they were cool. I don't know. I'm still kind of scared of roller coasters. I used to, I went on like loads of them when I was younger because I had so much shit to prove. And now I'm just like, ah, I'm a stunk old fucking coward. I love the merry-go-round. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to go. The merry-go-round roller- is way more dangerous actually than a roller coaster. I, mm- well, I mean, it probably actually is more dangerous, yes. Yeah, because it's not thrilling, not but it's probably more dangerous. Not only did Frank Castle's family die there, but, like, that's where Pyramid Head hangs out. I will say, legitimately, it's much easier to fall off a a merry-go-round and hurt yourself than it is to fall off a roller coaster. Yeah, you could say I'm kind of a thrill seeker. I don't know if I would. <laughs> anyway, I want to start talking about the real subject at hand for a while, yeah, yeah. that's all right? Yeah, yeah, go on. Fine. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I built this, like, ridiculous, like roller coaster that took me like half an hour or something to build it was ridiculous um because someone was like oh you need you need to make like a giant roller coaster and name it after alpha Busa. And it's like okay sure and so it was <laughs> i can't even remember what it was called but it was giant it was like the alpha bus it was the alpha bus experience or something like that <laughs> nice yeah because he owns all three of us yeah, yeah. like legally yeah yeah, 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 yeah. the alpha bus as an entity owns snipe and whip <laughs> and drama map by extension <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll put, I, I might, I'm going to keep that save file because I might go back to it on stream at some point. Because I just really like playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. I've been playing loads of it. I just fucking love it. Hey man, you um, look, I can't say anything. I've played like a billion hours of WoW. Yeah. So you do what, um, you, what you enjoy. But aside from that, um, I have of course been playing Bloodborne. The Blooded Born. Uh, I know this is several years after everyone else played it, but you know we've only just got a PS4. So um, we did do a bit of a, a stream of it. That was an experience. You did amazing at that stream setup, by the way. Oh, yeah. You had a bunch of technical difficulties because oh, so there's like a te- time lag and, and web compensation. He did amazing. He's he, Everyone tell him he's amazing. And <laughs> web compensation. Yes. You have to compensate, try and compensate for, the, for um, the lag of the PS4 running through capture software. So it's like a second of, la- of like lag. So you need to like... Add a latency to your audio and to and your webcam. webcam. 
because uh, I mean you can just stream through the PS4 but like then we wouldn't have any of our like notification yeah. the chat stuff but yeah so I've been, I've been playing that um I think I I, I had a, an interesting way of like getting prepared for it because I thought like I mean I like the Souls series although I did get a bit burnt out on it and I was like I know I'm going to like Bloodborne but I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it because I'm not very good at playing without a shield. Like, I mean to be fair your kind of normal style with with the Souls games tends to be great sword. And shield. Yeah, I tend to do great. You, you and tend shield. to be very slow and methodical with your with your attacks, and like you learn the timing of your heavy weapons incredibly well. So yeah. that's the opposite of Bloodborne, basically. <laughs> However, it turns out that because I'd been playing a shitload of the Surge, which though quite a slow and methodical game, the blocking in it is garbage. So I just stopped using it ever and just did everything with dodging. So I ended up training myself for Bloodborne by playing The Surge, which I think might be a sentence that's not been said out loud by a human before. Mm. <laughs> um, mostly because it involves someone having played The Surge. Hey, <laughs> now I know at least of at least One three person. people. It's you, Longfang, and Casey Explosion on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You're like the only three people I know who really played it and, and continue to play it. And at it. least two of them like it. Yeah. Um... Which two you decide? <laughs> it's certainly not long fun. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so that kind of trained me to do the kind of dodgy style of combat. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been really enjoying obviously like the the style of it of this like kind of spooky. The aesthetic is amazing. Uh, Shock the, horror. Yeah, the kind of spooky, bloody, like dirty. It bony. literally is it's horror. Just. Like going to London. Yeah, this this like um, very grim um, <laughs> again London. Yeah, but this very grim like um, almost grim darky kind of setting. It's it's a little it's very goofy. You know, there's there's fucking witches and werewolves and all hey, sorts of don't ogres you ever and talk shit. smack about werewolves. It's all very, they it's, are so legit. It's all very goofy, but there's this undercurrent of Lovecraftian shit. Which well, is just I fantastic. mean, like, there's a thing where what is it? The more Madman's insight you get, you start seeing things that you couldn't see before. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, what are they called? Like, there's like dimensional shamblers and shit in there. Yeah, yeah. Or things that are a very similar kind of monster there's, to there's, them. There's literally like a fucking shogoth. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like a shogoth that are fucking like hovering over a town kind of thing that yeah. you can't see until you have enough insight. There's there's loads of uh, there's loads of like Lovecraftian influence to it, which is which is cool. And I've not got very far in it because I've been sort of just um, rather than like really hammering at it, I've been sort of just chipping away at it. So like currently I'm trying to um oh, what's it called? Uh there's like after you've got out of Yarnum proper and you get to, you go through the cathedral district and you get to like a wooded area and you've gone through like a village area. Um, I'm doing that as well as trying to kill Vicar Amelia. Vicar Amelia um, is awesome. I love her. So I've not got super far. I've only beaten three bosses so far, um, which is... Uh, I beat Cla Gascoigne. Yeah, you did. Um, so um, I, uh, the way we did the stream was um, we just started from the beginning uh, playing as Hunter Matilda. Like, instead of Scion Matilda, yeah. which is a character I voice from the amazing If the Emperor Had Text of Speech by yes. the Alpha Bus, the entity known as the Alpha Bus. <laughs> that was what the roller coaster was called. It was the Alpha Bus entity. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good <laughs> yeah. name. That's a good name. Um, 
But yeah, uh, so <laughs> we played through on, on stream, we played from the beginning, and now I'd already beaten um, the Cleric Beast and Father Gascoigne on my own save. Uh, and so when we got to the stream, I was like, well, I know that like Gascoigne's can be really difficult to beat. I tried to beat the first one cleric the cleric beast and i didn't so wib just did it the next time because <laughs> i died horribly and then he just went in and just rocked around and just murdered the thing yeah but really annoyingly i could not be gascoigne on stream just couldn't do it i just couldn't deal with his like when he t- turns into his beast face could not deal with it all and snipe just goes and does it i don't just <laughs> go and do it. It takes you a few attempts, but like you, like his first phase, he you were just like stunning him and like getting him in like the parry thing, like constantly. For some reason, I could just I could parry him, like I could just get parrying with him. But then, yeah, then he turned into his big scary beast like werewolf form, and I was just like, because he goes fucking hard. Lordy, does yeah. he go hard? And but- I was just like, I, I kind of figured out that you don't dive backwards; you have to dive to the side or into him when he goes kind of nuts. And I just managed to scrape by. Hey, you still did it. And you did it on stream, which I couldn't manage. And like I'd already beaten him. Like, I don't know why, yeah. Um, however, I did I did then manage to completely cheap out. I can't. I don't know what the character's name is. But the, the guy, guy with the Gatling gun in Old Yarnum. Yeah, there's a guy in Old Yarnum who has a Gatling gun on top of, like, a church. And he's just, like, strafing the area. He is such a dick. And he's a, he, he's a quite a tough character to beat. That is unless you kick him off the roof. Which you did, like, like oh, was it? You did that. On stream. On stream. And then you did it, like, more off stream. Yeah, when I got to that point on my own save, I did it again. And I did him both first time as well. Yeah, I, I've never died. off the roof. I, I never died in that fight. I've just kicked him off the roof both times. I remember Unity going, dude, fuck you. How? That's really hard to do. <laughs> That's apparently my only skill is being able to, to See, cheese out this one enemy. My skill is parrying Gascoigne. Your only skill is kicking that guy off a fucking yeah. roof. I have I have now beaten Bloodstar Beast as well. Who's oh that's gross. Who's so an interesting cool, enemy? But, but yeah, so gross. Um, I, you probably don't need to be told this, but yeah, Bloodborne's really great. Uh, it does have some things that I don't quite understand, like why where they're just not great, like from a design perspective, and there's no good reason for them. Like how um, you can teleport back to the Hunter's Dream, which is the equivalent of like the Firelink Shrine or what have you. It's like that's your hub. That's your hub like area where you go back to, and you can teleport to wherever you need to, but. You can't just sit down at a bonfire and like repop the area. Mm, you have um, to teleport away, and then you have teleport to teleport back. away. And if you want to teleport to anywhere that's not the Hunter's Dream, you have to teleport to the Hunter's Dream and then teleport from there to somewhere else. It's just, it's just kind of needless busy work. It's the sort of stuff that had just been worked out of Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls Two didn't do that, so it was just a bit like, okay, that's slightly annoying. Um, and also. Um, Little things like the... Uh, I, I understand how the blood vials are now a limited resource rather than having like an Estus flask that just repops every time you you die. Um, and it's like, in general, the silver fine. Silver bullets as well. Uh, well, I don't really count that as much because that's just part of your... Mm. That's just a resource. I'm just like, like kind of like you know, grinding out like blood vials is really tedious and just yeah. stops, makes the game come to a screeching halt. And you're like, oh, I guess I've got to farm blood vials for like half an hour before i can do it yeah i mean like i'm generally like it's not so bad because i tend to the way i tend to play dark souls is just souls games in general rather is that i'll play them for like hours just grinding out an area just just because i find that kind of like vaguely relaxing weirdo 
Um, and then once I've kind of like completely kind of done an area um, and got everything I wanted to from it, um, then I'll take on the boss. And like in Bloodborne, by that point, I'll have gathered a shitload of blood vials. Um, so it's generally it's not been an issue. I've not had to like grind out um, blood vials except on stream. But yeah, my normal way of playing, I don't have to do that. But the fact that I know there's that thing hovering over me is slightly annoying because I'm yeah. like, I can't just throw myself at a boss like a million times. I will have to stop periodically to grind out blood vials, which is kind of annoying. I do think the Estus system is just kind of a bit superior. Yeah. Um, but still, um, yeah, I- I'm enjoying it. It's been really interesting um, going through it. And yeah, playing a Souls game that's not a knockoff Souls game, but yeah, not having a shield, that's been very interesting. Like, trying to do more speedy speedy combats. Very, uh, very exciting. I've just also got... Um, Ludwig's Holy Blade, which is the great, big, great sword in the game. How are you getting on with that? Well, as someone that tended to play great swords in Dark Souls, I'm enjoying it a lot because it's got the same moveset as things that I usually use. <laughs> Plus, then its regular mode is just a normal sword. So it's definitely better than the sword cleaver I was using because it's got a bit more range. So yeah. Um, so yeah, Shock Horror Bloodborne's quite good. Um, lovely oh. and atmospheric. Music's great. The music's fantastic. Um possibly the coolest fashion sense of any video game mm-hmm. uh yeah it's all very good i am enjoying it i like it how when you're carving up the enemies you just get covered in fucking blood and gore also because you get health back when you're doing that mm. it means it really incentivizes trading blows with things so you know when you play dark souls and you end up in a huge group of enemies and you just keep mashing attack because you panic uh that actually works in bloodborne <laughs> <laughs> Because you, you, re- you start health. gaining health back from whacking people so much. Yeah, just like real life. <laughs> uh, so that's a thing. Yeah, if you whack, whack a lot of people, then eventually uh, you get your health back. Yeah. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the last thing I have to talk about um, Can is... Can I make a wild guess? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's Star Trek Discovery. Shit. <laughs> um, I was going to go with Star Wars... Resistance? Yes. The, the series that's that's like the new one. Yes. Yeah. I was. I looked. I. I was tempted. <laughs> yes. Yes. I saw the novelization of New Hope today, and I was like, I'd probably get that for him, but he's a huge nerd, so I'd probably instead get him a weird finger tentacle, which I did instead, and you seem to have gotten more joy out of that. You did buy me a weird rubber tentacle that I you put on the end of your finger and then annoy people with. I'm I can grateful. attest to the fact that it is incredibly annoying to be on the end of that, yeah. <laughs> my my favourite is still where um, I attached it to our mic stand and ext- fully extended it so it's like seven feet long or something yeah. and then poked you in the back of the head from yeah. the other side of the room. Yeah. I didn't like it because that genuinely frightened me and yeah. I was like, what the fuck, this horrible kind of like rubbery texture... On the back of my fucking neck. Because <laughs> well, I came in from the gym and I was like, sat on the bed because you were waking up. And I was like, morning, I got you a tentacle that goes on your finger. And then you literally spent the next ten minutes as I was talking to you, smacking me with it. Yep. Either in the face, in and around the face, basically. <laughs> I was just like, fucking cut it out. And I kept having to take it off you. And then you'd somehow get it back while I'm trying to tell you about me fighting old people at the gym. Yep. Being married is awesome. <laughs> anyway. Tell us about the starred trek. Yes. Um, 
So, um, next two episodes of Star Trek Discovery. I'll just briefly uh, briefly talk about them because that's um, what I do. Spoilers? Um, I'll, I'll not give away spoilers, Okay, really. Because um, I, 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 I think the series is good, so I want people to watch it, so I'm not going to spoil it for them. Okay. Um, but I will mention a few things. Um, so, um, episode four was um, following the sort of pattern that the first handful of episodes have done, of having one episode that was kind of rushed and aimed towards the overarching plot, and then one episode that's just a random adventure. Cool. Um, so that carried on with that, um, and it was just... So basically, they are they are chasing someone, and that's just led them into a few into a few um, shenanigans as they've been going. So episode four, they they like get trapped in place by this sort of like little large asteroid, small moon thing, and they have to try and figure out what's going on with there because it's screwing no it's, it's screwing with the computer, like it's screwing with the universal translator. So they're all speaking random languages. Is that other. why I turn around and one of them speaking French and the other one's speaking Klingon? Yeah. And they're like, and they reply in like German. Why are you speaking Klingon? Yeah. Um, but like, so um, Saru, who is explained, I think in the previous episode, that when he was going to, when he was about joining Starfleet, he went out of his way to learn a shitload of Federation languages. So I'm just going to say, that is the most sweetest, purest yeah. gesture. He, that is so fucking lovely. So he, he did that. It was all irrelevant because they have universal translators. Was that, but it's that, the principle of the thing. But that meant he was the one person who could actually understand most <laughs> of what the computer was doing because he could read most of the languages that it was doing. So he could actually fix everything. Um, but it has some like quite nice... Um, I won't spoil anything because it has some nice, sweet moments. Um in it and dealing with Saru and he has some uh, some character development going on there um, but it was yeah it was a nice a, a nice um, again an episode where it uses the structure of the series of them trying to figure out a mystery this overarching mystery but using it to get into individual adventures which is a vastly superior way, I feel, of doing it than um, season one's. That whilst it did have a small amount of that, it was mostly just, here is the big story, let's tell the big story. And there's always been an element of what what's on the new planet this week that it, uh, in Star Trek, which I think is has been important to recapture, and it's been a lot more fun and engaging because of that. Episode five was um, weird as fuck. And had some very strange moments where characters kind of do some weird shit. I don't really want to get into because it's even bigger spoilers that seem okay. very strange. Just weird things happen. Um, but um, still, kind of another kind of just little adventure thing that's sort of tying into. There's been a subplot going on for multiple things. I think I mentioned it previously of Tilly. Um, seeing a person, I really like Tilly. Tilly's great. She's um, so sweet. I, uh, generally speaking, from what I what I understand from people I've seen talking about it, a lot of people who don't even like Discovery love Tilly. I love her. She um, is so she's great. great. Um, she's very su- such a such a great character. Very human. She's which a- I mean, for a human in Star Trek, yeah, but she's she's a very flawed human, and that's. Relatable. She, uh, but she's not a dick. You know, you know what she is. Um, I, it feels like she's a more modern take, a more modern sympathetic take on Reg Barkley. Um, because Barkley was was obviously played up for laughs a lot, 
Um, even though, like, he was just a guy who suffered from really bad anxiety problems. Um, yeah, let's make fun of him. And it was different it, time. It, it, it was. I mean, it was mostly sympathetic, but it was played up for laughs as well. Like he was, he was presented as being a good guy, and he he helped out a lot, and he was very smart. Um, but he, his thing was played up for laughs. Where there's less of that with Tilly. It feel, it, I don't know. It, to me, it just feels like a more sympathetic attempt at a similar kind of kind of approach. But anyway. Mm. Um, that's been kind of coming to a head over like multiple episodes, like the B plot of several episodes. Mm. Um, and to give away a minor spoiler, uh, it turns out that um, the character she's been seeing, May, who has been taking the form of a dead classmate uh, that oh, she good. had, um, is actually like just a weird fungal blob thing. I be blobbing. Yeah. That was what I was about to mention. So I have had the phrase "I be blobbing" stuck in my head for like a week. Yeah, he has. Because... I can attest to that because as his wife, I've literally woken up with it. I've eaten dinner to it. I've gone to sleep with "I be blobbing" because... echoing through the flat. Because I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the actress who plays May. But who someone... plays the blob. But someone said to her uh, on Twitter of like, "Oh, like I've been watching watching Discovery, and I'm really enjoying your I'm really enjoying your character. You're my favorite blob." And she just responded with "I be blobbing." <laughs> <laughs> and that's that phrase has just been stuck in my brain ever since i don't know why yeah and yes we know people in the uk it can mean like something it, it, we know it can mean <laughs> the menstrual cycle but it's fine because this lady is is a big blob she is she, literally a blob she's a blob she so, be blobbing. Like, it's it's the cute kind of non-biological term for but yeah, but yeah so i've been hearing that Day, <laughs> night, everything in between. But still, um, it's been good. It's been good. But yeah, I, I've been I, again. I've been enjoying Discovery. It's been vastly better than its previous uh, previous series. Uh, a lot more fun. One interesting thing is that they're seemingly going with um, the interpretation of Section Thirty One in this because it showed up again. Um, they're going with a more this is just Black Ops version of it that is sort of known about, but everyone just kind of pretends it doesn't exist, as opposed to the version that we got in um, DS9 sort of era where it was no one knows this exists. It ha- it takes legitimate like work to even prove it exists. Um, whereas it seems like Section Thirty One's a bit more of a known entity, um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But they are. It does mean they are able to do slightly different things with it because then it ends up as being a more okay. Well, you know, you're all these like starry-eyed explorers. Well, we're the people who do the the rough shit that makes that possible um, and leads to conflict between you know obviously the idealism of and the, the Federation and um, some people who are doing things that they believe to be pragmatic, whether they are actually doing th- things that are good and necessary is not something we Interesting really... Interesting moral quandary. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, what, and, you know, like it's, it's just a, a different take on, on Section 31. So, you know what, I, again, like... Um, whilst, as as the, you know, I've said many times, even though the producers claim it exists in the prime timeline, I don't treat it as such. It's its own thing, and so a completely different take on Section Thirty One that's not quite what it was in the previous ones is okay by me because it's just something different in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, continuing to enjoy it, vastly better than season one. I'm glad. Um, hasn't been a super bad episode or anything. 
um, like there was in uh, the original but series. But Star so, Trek's first series has yeah, been good. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I reiterate for many times I've said it, but if you didn't like season one, um, give season two a chance. It's a lot better and a lot more Star Trek. So yeah. Uh, and on that note, I shall finish uh, my recounting of things, and I shall pass over to the drummer Matthew. The drummer Matt. Ah, what have you been up yes. to, drummer Matt? A uh, couple of bits of it. I don't have too much to say. That's okay. Um, so my my new game for the for for the podcast is technically a new game, but <laughs> well, new to me. It's the second half of Metal Gear Solid Five, but it is Phantom Pain, as was made abundantly clear by the fact that you had to pay for the demo. It is a separate game to the demo. It's not just a demo in the main game. <laughs> Therefore, it counts as a sec- as a new game. <laughs> so I'm still on a roll. Um, yeah. Have you guys played this one? No, I played uh, about ten minutes of Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. I, I got super fucking mad, and I haven't played really? it. I, I literally have like Ground Zeroes as a PS3 game. And that's oh, right, PS3 demo. And I also have it on Steam. And I also have MGS5 on yeah, Steam. Yeah, you have both on Steam because you haven't... got them the same way I did. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I... actually, you had it before. Actually, no, no. I yeah. think I got them gifted to me. But yeah, and no, I, I feel really bad because people have gifted them to me and I've just got, like, I can't bring myself to play them. Uh... But yeah, no. So yeah, 10 minutes of Ground Zeroes, but that's literally okay. it. Well, so I think my thoughts last time when I just played Ground Zeroes was. The, I quite enjoyed it, but the like PC adaption of it was a bit weird. Yeah. Like they, you know, the weird control schemes and things. So they fixed all of that in the main game, which is good. Oh, good. It's still on all the on all of the um, loading screens and things. It does tell you, you know, Press tw- the tilt e the left joy- tilt the left joystick to do this. And no, everything else is fine. Like it tells you to press like you know left or mouse right mouse click or whatever. It's just the left joystick doesn't. It just doesn't change that to Wazda yeah. or anything. It just says the left side. And sometimes the you can't like hold a key in the same way you hold a joystick. So it's a bit weird. But mostly it's fixed for that. But it's just... Right, so so I read my... I was just making some, some quick notes while I was playing. And just, do you want to hear just my quick one word um, little notes that I made to myself as we go through? Yeah, sure, sure. So for cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Credit sequences. Cutscenes, Z- zombies. <laughs> Cutscenes, even more fucking credits, dude. Okay, fine. The gameplay is okay. Okay, I'm literally it. describing a Metal Gear That's game. That's just a Metal Gear game. I know, dude. but I haven't played one for so long. I forgot how many fucking cutscenes there are. <laughs> oh my god! You, the first two hours of game of like the game, these like ten minutes of gameplay. It's just like, oh, I forgot it was like this. Oh man, you should play Metal Gear Four. Metal Gear Four is like a solid two hours before you even get to play. <laughs> yeah. And like every single time, there's a quick cutscene, or you do basically anything else. Like the credits appear, and it's like, oh, remember that Kojima did this? It's like, yeah, I get. You've literally put him in the game. I don't need more reminders that. <laughs> <laughs> Like every time anything happens, it's like directed by, written by. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get it, I get it. Fine. Um, Hideo Kojima's such a jerk. Yeah, seemingly he, he's put himself. He's put himself in the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would not be surprised if you enter and exit oh the helicopter he's in fifty times, and you just see him fucking sucking his own dick. 
I would not be surprised if that was an Easter egg. And honestly, I want someone to try it and then just tell me that's a thing. Like, <laughs> like the gameplay-wise, once you get away from all of that, is it's fine, but it's nowhere near as good as the demo or the, the, the Ground Zeroes. Mm. I don't know. They're just. It seems very cynical. Like the Ground Zeroes was you had a mission. And you did it, and it was in a nicely well-designed like military base thing, and there was all these things to do. And there was a couple of other missions that were in the same place, but you just had to do a different... You had to go and do a different thing, which was fine when it was just like that was the level, and that was the sort of... You treated it as a demo, and that was fine. But then this, because they tried to make it like open world, because presumably whenever they released it, that was what people wanted, and people like open world games according to, you know... EA and whatnot. No, they were a big in vogue thing for a while. So it's just like now it's an open world thing. You've got all of these different missions, but they all take place in the same place. Mm. And yeah, there's a few different towns and different outposts on the same map. But yeah, it, it might be a big map. Fine. I don't know how it compares to like you know, it's the biggest open world map ever. Or, or that sort of bullshit. <laughs> it's it's no just cause, I suppose. No, yeah. I, so I, I don't know about that. But like. All of the missions take place in the same place, so it just feels like you're just doing the same. And there's like loads, and then you do a mission, and you've got one objective, and it's just down the road from the last mission you've done. And then after you've done that, like you can redo the mission. There's like four or five like bonus objectives, mm. but they don't tell you that before you do the mission the first time. So it's like you've got to go, and basically it forces you to replay them. Mm. So it seems so limited in the missions that are available in the same space, and then you have to replay each one like three or four times to like finish the mission properly that sounds kind of tedious this is just kind of yeah it's very weird i've heard um that um phantom pain is like i know this doesn't line up exactly with what you're you're saying but like the the general um, consensus i got from it was that the story was ridiculous and dumb as a sack of rocks not even for Um, a metal gear game it was just the word that was just a bad story as far as metal gear goes but the gameplay itself was really good, and that's what kept. The yeah, no, no, no. The, ga- the gameplay, the gameplay is good. It's just I'm already starting to feel feel too much re- repetitiveness of the missions, mm. and I'm only like, according to the title screen, like three percent into the game, <laughs> and it's already feels. I don't, I don't know. Later on, you like unlock different bits of the world where you can do things or different levels. But so far, it's just all been the same level. I've done the first like six missions or something. Have you been attaching balloons to goats? I had not to goats, but I've been attaching balloons to... I, I got a little puppy. Oh, Didi. Yeah, I he's like amazing. Didi. You can't pet him, though. You can walk up to him on the base, and you, and it comes up with a little hand thing. So I was just like, oh, that must be the pet, but I pet, pet, pressed it, and it just punched the person next to me. I was like, <laughs> guess that's not the petting the dog button, then. I love the idea that... that John is so... Snake is so fucking done. He is literally... He goes up to see a dog and he's like, damn, that's a cute puppy. And gets so mad, he punches the guy next to him. And then he's like, that's how real men deal with emotions. And then goes off to be sad. That is <laughs> big boss. That, now. That, is, that is kind of post MGS three snake. He like, punches people because dogs are cute. He's he gets just sad. Yeah. Do you ever get really <laughs> sad and then start up a mercenary based <laughs> army of child soldiers? I mean, please, I can do that like three times a day. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, but it's just things like that. I think it's very much like 
Yeah, they put in this cute dog because they're like, oh, people like cute dogs, but there's not an option to interact with it in I'm any sorry, possible way. I'm sorry, but if Far Cry 5 is doing something better than a Metal Gear game, you've got to worry. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And I think they should have called Didi, like, Cheeseburger, which would have yeah. been way better. Or maybe he should have just kept calling Ocelot Cheeseburger and just really annoying him because he's such a little shit. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, this is you talking about Metal Gear, I apologise. <laughs> no, sorry. My last question is, so there's like, base building as well. Yeah. To expand out your base. But then that takes like, real time to do. It's like, okay, this will be ready in an hour. And you're like, I'm so surprised that there's not a, do you want to buy some like, Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> Honestly, I would up. not be surprised if that was the original um, intention. Yeah, like, it's just, it, it seems it's very much designed by numbers and committee. And, mm-hmm. and the gameplay is good, and it's keeping me playing it through all of these annoyances but i just kind of wanted it to be better after how much people go on about metal gear solid games i'd say just and by people i don't entirely just mean you snipe you don't entirely <laughs> just mean me but mostly it's just me <laughs> kind of mostly. you know i really wanted to like it but you know and i do i like the gameplay it just it could it could be so much better and it would have been less effort mm. almost for them to make it better yeah i know what you mean but it, it like this was kind of like the final straw between kojima and konami and but yeah, I mean, a lot shows. of the things that seem wrong with it is because Kojima's name's all over it. So I'm gonna, <laughs> it's kind of all you can want to sign with Konami, to be honest. And I mean, that's a bad thing. That, yeah, <laughs> no, this is true. But I mean, Metal Gear fucking survive. For yeah, no, sake. yeah, that puts me back on the side of no, none of the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I would say if you want the opposite of MGS5, which is a really good story and shitty gameplay, <laughs> I would recommend Metal Gear Solid 3. It's my favourite Metal Gear Solid. It's beautiful it's rough to good. go back to now well, it's hard to go back to mm. but like it is well, that's why i was hoping game. this one would be good because i don't i don't often go back to older games mm. like sometimes if i played them quite a bit i could go back and and look maybe but like i don't know i just yeah i don't tend to no, go back to older games i can't fault you because yeah. they are really hard and difficult to go back to and you that's a lot of weight on your nostalgia honestly yeah mm. i will say i am finding this really curious how the last handful of podcasts, like, I've been playing and watching things that I've been, uh, you know, positive about and upbeat and going like, oh, this is quite good. I'm enjoying this. I'm trying Matt. And Matt's been the one that's been like, I've been playing this and it's been shit. Yeah, mm. usually drawing Matt's the, the bastion of, uh, of tolerance. And I'm just yeah. like, it feels well, like... Okay, no, I, I can continue the theme then. <laughs> okay, sure. The other thing I've been doing this week, I've watched, which I assume is everyone with a Netflix subscription has been bullied into at least being aware of, um, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I'm aware of it. And it's got nothing yeah. to do with Resident Evil. I don't know why I got excited. <laughs> so mad. Yeah. Um. So for those who don't know, it's sort of a superhero-ish type thing. A bunch of people are born and they have powers and some crazy old white dude adopts them and forces them to become superheroes okay. it's the gist of it um and it could be interesting it has so much going for it but it's just kind of shit i saw uh laura k described it as like kind of like misfits yeah well it's got one of the guys from misfits in it oh there uh, you go um Although not doing his Irish accent, which is disappointing because he's just hilarious when he does his normal accent. Which he's just one doing is he? Amer- is he the, the skinny Dylan Moran-like kind of guy? 
Um, yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that, but yeah, no, yeah, he's the. He's Just every the, um... Irishman is Dylan Moran because I'm <laughs> foreign and apparently inherently very racist. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I feel really bad. Um... <laughs> Miracle of Sound looks a bit like Dylan Moran. Eh? <laughs> it's it it has. I be I'm disappointed that I don't want to watch more of it, but it's just it's just kind of lazy, and like the dialogue is so clunky. I don't know if that's because they're trying to like copy the dialogue straight from the comic that it's oh, based off. Oh, God. Don't ever but, do that. But it's Oof. very clunky, it's very clunky dialogue. Is, this, is there a conversation of, like, you don't know what it's like to be scared of what you might do? And then someone's <laughs> like, yeah, I do, because I'm also scared of me. And then someone will be like, like th- this is, like, from The Shadow as well, mm. and it was so cringy mm. when it was in The Shadow. And it hasn't aged well, but it's like, oh, I'm not afraid of you. No, but I am. <laughs> Which is the most, like, I want to headbutt something. It's so awful. <laughs> okay, it's not quite that bad, oh, but it is very Because if it was clunky. that bad, I'd probably watch it. And it's also very, it gives its audience no credit at all. Like, it, you have a scene where something happens, yeah. and then the next scene, it's like, oh, this other thing's happening. This is important because in that last scene, this thing happened. Oh, no. And then in the third scene, it's like... This is happening. It's like, oh, this is important because the thing in the last scene happened and that's important. It's like, oh, yeah, we get it. Like, I can remember what happened in the previous scene. And you already, like, the camera, like, zooms. I'm not necessarily talking literally here, but, you know, the camera and everything zooms in on this one thing. Then it moves to the next scene. And then they have to, it's like, that's bad enough. But then they verbally, like, remind you why. And you're like, guys, like, I can remember. (laughs) Why do they want to kill Paul Atreides? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's very... Kind of bad. Yeah, it's like <laughs> which is dip- which is upsetting because it, it was had int- it was it intrigued me and the, mm. the cast are quite cool. Like, yeah, I, I like bloody the the guy that you just uh, the guy from Misfits. Um, Dylan Moran. No, Sheehan, Robert Sheehan, Robert Something Moran, like possibly. Yeah. Not every um, Irishman is Dylan Moran. Yeah, it's Miracle of Moran. He does music on YouTube, and it's got Ellen Page in it. I like Ellen Page. Oh, Ellen Page! I, that reminds me of another movie I saw. <laughs> If you fucking mention bloody um, <laughs> David Cage, <laughs> throw you out of a window <laughs> from France so hard. You will defenestrate me from France. <laughs> Are you just going to like open a portal next to me, yank me in? No, wait. First of all, you've got to learn portal magic, which will take you probably like 60 years of your life. Are you that mad? Yeah, I just don't want to hit about David Cage. <laughs> but he met Ellen Page and he makes <laughs> that's what yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, I can hear the teleportation book So um, Umbrella Academy or whatever it's called. Yeah. Is, is like, it Umbrella, Umbrella Chronicles? Um, Umbrella, Umbrella Chronicles. Academy, yeah. Degeneration. <laughs> 3D. <laughs> the final chapter. Yeah, I I wanted to enjoy it but we're definitely we're not going to It's an hour long episode as well and it really didn't have to be if it didn't spend the whole time telling you what's just happened it could have been a half hour episode and that would have been I think fine but because it lasted a whole fucking hour it's just is like, it? Oh, it's well, I like the idea that it's an hour long and it's half an hour is spent going remember when we were in that room and then it just black and white cuts to three seconds <laughs> earlier of them just standing <laughs> in a room and then it cuts back is and it... did you remember that dog we saw and then it cuts back like five minutes earlier where there was this dog and they were yeah. like this dog there is it interesting to watch in a sort of so bad it's good way or is it just no, bad no it's not even that okay oh. it's just kind of it's that they just made somehow made it really bland to me okay i don't know i really wanted to like it but i don't think we're going to bother watching any more than the first episode fair enough fair enough but i mean 
as much as I'd say don't go watch it, like, if you've got a Netflix subscription, you might as well watch the first episode. Well, yeah, you might like it's it. It's like, it? it's not so bad that I feel like I've wasted an hour completely and I'm angry about it. I'm just disappointed that I don't want to watch more. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. like, if you've got Netflix and it's free to watch it, you might as well give it a try. Um, yes, well, if you pay monthly for Netflix and it's free to watch something, you should watch. Is that your really backwards ass way of saying don't watch it? <laughs> no, 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 no. But if you're already paying for Netflix, you don't have to pay extra to try this out. Yeah, so yeah. Don't okay. get Netflix because of this. <laughs> oh God, no! Don't Oof. do that. No. Get no. it for Discovery. Get no, get it for the complete back catalogue of Star Trek series. Same thing. So you can watch it. You can even watch the animated series. Can you? Yeah, the animated series is on yeah, Netflix. But... How the hell else do you think I watched it? No one the internet. cares to us. <laughs> I assume it's all on YouTube. It's that old. It's like TV shows like on YouTube are like super fucking like the copyright for that is ravenous. I don't know. It depends if it's Lex. No one gives a fuck about Lex. For the most <laughs> part, yeah. I said. Blake Seven is entirely up there. I wanted as to well. do a review of Biker and Mars, and I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't because of copyright so um so i'm guessing uh yeah so so no re- no recommendation for umbrella academy no unfortunately not which is yeah disappointing but um but apart, no. apart from that you got hotels or uh two very quick things because i've spoken about both of them before but just because i wanted to end on a positive note and i didn't <laughs> want to end on just those two things um i've been replaying getting back into city skylines Ooh. which is a good video game which is a very good video game um, I just bought. I just started because I did. I had one big city that I started like when it near to when it first came out, and it got to the point where like I hadn't played it for a while, and there was enough updates to it that I didn't want to go back and add all the extra new bits to my old city. It was just like I'll just start again. Yeah, at okay, some point. Yeah. It's been so. It's been long enough where it's just easier to start again than to retrofit everything. And I've really did, did a, did, had a few attempts. But, like, I've always got, like, an hour or two in and kind of got bored because I'm like, oh, I don't have many options open. So I've kind of not stuck at it and then waited long enough that I've not wanted to carry on and not wanted to start again and, you know, got in one of those loops. But I had to go now and I've got, yeah, I've got a big-ish city. I can't remember it's, like, 20 or 25, 30,000 people. Yeah. So it's to the point where you've got a lot of the options open up to you and things. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I just bought the <laughs> um the winter um heating... DLC, whatever it's called, <laughs> because purely because I wanted tra- there was a road and I was like, this road needs to have trams on it. <laughs> I, the British yeah. are so easy to financially manipulate. Yes, I know. I spent a five on this DLC because <laughs> you wanted trams. trams. And to be fair, in, in defence, I waited. It was meant to be a tenner, and I waited for it to be on fifty mm. percent off. Yeah. Um, so I waited, and then luckily it was only like three days before Steam sale happened, which was quite nice. <laughs> otherwise, I probably would have spent the tenner. I just like <laughs> a bad person. Like, I was joking about this being like a British person entrapment thing to have trams and stuff, but legit every time Wib and I go to Nottingham, because there's trams in Nottingham but not in Derby, he just starts just projectile jizzing in like a 360 <laughs> degree kind of angle and just going trams. Yeah. I, know. I mean, trams that's in... not even remotely true. That's exactly what you do. I just, I, I think like, the... all the way to Warhammer World is just trams. <laughs> I, I think the only thing I say about the trams is I go, I like trams. They're cool. And then you they're, like tra- they're like trains but on roads. Yeah, like that's why yeah. I hate trams. They're stupid. But also potentially off-road if they want they can do both. They're amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine going Going through There's the tr- fucking woods, little stick in your hands, doing the whole kind of oh yes, this is lovely. With you've got that fucking those weird.
weird like backpacks with got like multiple buckles over your chest and torso and you you walk in and you got your shorts and your hive hiking socks and your walking boots and you're like oh yes I'm... this is very nice i can't wait to get home and have tea and crumpets what what because that's how you guys sound yeah and then you get to the top and you just hear a fuck you just see a tram tearing the fuck through the fucking woods. They do require rails. <laughs> yeah, but so... not for... No, no, but the thing is, eventually they do. But if a tram um... is angry enough, it will barrel <laughs> Don't laugh at me, I'm going somewhere with this. I mean, this. when... It's when like, a... <laughs> cars require fuel eventually. Momentum exists. Don't... Are you scientifically denying that momentum exists? No, but I'm saying that trams don't move fast enough to build up enough momentum to get significantly through a forest. you've never seen a tram angry enough. There is a there is a tram that we have we have trams here in Bordeaux, and in that's why um, you live there now. You wouldn't have moved to France if there wasn't trams there. So they're actually they're, they're they're extra special trams because they don't because the whole centre of Bordeaux is UNESCO World Heritage. You can't put up tram cable, you know, the power cables above. No, they had to develop a whole new system for give it getting power from the road, but that also doesn't electrocute people. That's how they make their way through the woods. It's magic and it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, see, yeah. drama mat is like a proper like he has like a fucking university qualification in engineering and he's basically saying that forest trams are plausible he absolutely is not <laughs> matthew please talk about anything else all right city skylines is great and i'm glad that i'm getting back into it and speaking of things that are great and i'm getting back into i've been playing pokemon go a bit more i know you keep sending me <laughs> gifts and i keep sending because you i didn't gifts. realize that friends i haven't played for quite a while now you can have friends and now most most importantly you can there's a, a what's it called adventure sync so you can yep. use the steps that your iphone or other phones are available count anyway in the day yeah and that counts towards the distance you go in pokemon go which so you... is really handy for me because i walk like fucking like four miles like three four miles in a day like at least every other day and it's just like yeah, you know, I'm hatching eggs like fucking yeah, yeah. It's beast. amazing. Like yeah, I'm um, currently running like so it's ridiculous. Like sixty kilometers a week or something. You insane. So I was person. like, well, I might as well get some Pokemon Go credit for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so my biggest problem with it though is that it will hatch eggs without telling you, and then you'll end up walking like three miles without an egg in the incubator. Yeah, and you're like, yeah oh. I have noticed that most of the time it does tell you when you bring your screen back up it yeah. does pop up and do the animation yeah most of the time but yeah sometimes it doesn't yeah. yeah i have i have noticed mm. that but yeah it's still a good game i'm glad that you can have friends now yeah, so we can fun. just send each other gifts and things um yeah i have a kangaskhan with your name on it from australia which i literally i caught like two and a half years ago when i was in australia <laughs> hoping that at some point and i've kept it i've got like four of them and i've kept them because i knew at some point they'd add in trading and they'd be useful to trade yeah. people i also have like eight billion like event pikachus if you want any <laughs> i have i have party hat ash hat you have witches weird hat. hat with sunglasses oh i don't have um, that one and another one i can't remember i have a few Ooh, we'll have to just do a big trade yeah yeah we will do but you have to be within like 100 meters of each other to trade That's so, so i can't dumb. throw you pokemon from france well i mean you could just yeah. email like you could just like Send me your phone in the mail, but you just won't do that because you don't value me as a <laughs> what friend. I did, what I did do is, um, because I wanted to trade with someone, because there's also like a storyline quest thing now, sort of. Oh yeah, you go and get like research from Pokestops research and things. stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, this is probably not new news to anyone, but I haven't played for like a year or yeah. 
too. So I only started it up again because a friend of mine, like, she was like, "Oh yeah, like you know, gifts and trading are in it now," and I'm like, "Shit, okay, guess I yeah, gotta basically. play again." <laughs> yeah, um, I started up because I thought one of those storyline quests I had to trade five Pokemon. Mm. I started up another account, which I just put on my tablet because I don't have a spare phone. But I was like, that means I can actually trade with myself. <laughs> like, nah. That reminds me of playing the original three. Yeah. Um, but um, So I did that and then it turned out you had to be level 10 to be able to trade. So I logged out on my phone, logged in with the other one. And I spent, like, you can le- level up to level 10 in like a day. So I've been wandering around leveling up that, got home. And it turned out it said transfer five Pokemon, not trade. And that just means, you know, they grind them up oh, to be candy. No. I was like, oh, I could have done that anyway. <laughs> Shit, dude. So now I have two accounts. So that's a thing. <laughs> but anyway, it's still a good game. And I just wanted to end on a positive yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than being miserable about Umbrella Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so does that mean that it is time for the email question time? It is. Good, good. What's the email address, Wib? It's onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. What's the email address again? It's onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. And a third time to... Ch- okay, no. No, that's no, okay. no. Twice, uh, twice is too many. Yeah, sorry. Five All times right, going, is way off. Going through, as I always say, in no order apart from literally the order they come in. Um... Tom Yule emailed in just to say, apparently you, Snipe, asked, asked the, them all to ask me, how do I make my artis- artisanal duck butter so creamy? <laughs> okay. okay, okay, so off the bat, do not Google duck butter. Just don't. It is disgusting. But this street, this, this comes from a stream where I was playing 40k on Tabletop Sim with Unity. And... I started spelling milk with two C's instead of a K, which sounds fine, but looks disgusting if you write it down. And then somehow it's because I had the duck gang because I had my walker army, which was just dreadnoughts and an imperial knight. And I was like, they waddle like ducks. And then duck milk was started. It was a whole thing. Duck with two C's, milk with two C's. And then I think it was, and then I think it was like Shana's in chat googled duck milk and came up with like uh, the urban dictionary thing and there was like duck butter as well and it's it's disgusting okay yeah i i have looked this up before because there's a film called duck butter oh oh i'm um, so glad which i was interested because it, it was um written and directed by one of the character or one of the actors from arrested development okay so i was just checking out what else she'd done and i was like oh she's made a new film it's called duck butter that's a weird word i wonder what that means don't <laughs> But yeah, so, so how do you make your artisanal uh, duck butter? I'm not, I, I don't know, it's just, you know, if you eat a lot of creamy stuff yourself and eat a lot of pineapple, I've heard, is quite useful. It just makes it quite creamy. Tangy. So. Bit of tang yeah. in there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for the question, Thumbnail. <laughs> um, moving on from that, this I like this one, Captain Machine. Um, apparently, they, they heard that you can't have the same character three times for a fuck, marry, kill. So they literally just took that as a challenge. Right. So we have a fuck, marry, kill between Venom, Venom, and Venom. Oof. Oh, this um, is a being difficult one. Ed, Eddie Brock Venom, mm-hmm. Flash Thompson Venom, and Gwen Stacy Venom. Okay, so I'm going to marry Gwen Stacy. I'm going to marry Gwenum. Yeah, Gwenum. Gwenum, yeah. Gwenum for the name definitely yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to fuck Eddie, Eddie Brock. because yeah, it's the classic. He's a classic. And I'm going to kill Flash Thompson because I don't like him. Yeah, I'd, I'd go for the same, actually, yeah. 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 
drama what about you i would literally go for the same but my reason is slightly different because i i want to do a big kissing with tom hardy and tom hardy is i mean i don't know if the film's any good i've heard but... it's fucking shocking yeah i've not yeah, heard people great seem to be quite endeared to it because it seems to be quite bad it's, it's good i i, I genuinely I want to see it it's supposed to be that level of like just fucking bad decisions <laughs> I, I genuinely want to watch it yeah and i can just sit and drawl over tom hardy yeah that's, yeah, fair. that's, fair. that's fair he's he's a um, good looking chap yeah. yeah, he's, he's alright. He's a cool guy. He's not, he's not 100% my type, but I can see the appeal. Um, Next up, Blood with Koji. We have some more Fuck My Kills. Okay. We have one for each of us. Okay, oh, cool. Okay. So, Snipe. Yes. Bran Redmore. Oof. Full Grim. Oh. And <laughs> I, it's probably not pronounced like this, but I'm going to call him Nigel Stormcaller. <laughs> no, because my I have a I have a Wargan priest called Najal. Nial, and you keep co- and every, when we were playing WoW together, you'd be like, "Oh, do you want to go raid?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I might bring an alt though." And you were like, "Oh, are you bringing Nige?" And I get angry at you every time, and you would you would make fun of me so much. So oh, yeah, sorry. so you, it's fine. So Red Mole, Nial, or Fulgrim? Okay, Fulgrim, so Fulgrim. Yeah. I mean, Demon or his 30k version. You, you can choose. Okay. Okay. So. He's, he's got a big old snake body later on in his demon form. Oh, he could coil that body around me. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh. Sensually snake. I'm gonna fuck Snake Fulgrim. Okay. I'm going to. I'm not gonna kill the <laughs> one of the other two. I'm just gonna ignore. Yeah. So I'm gonna like ignore Nial, and I'm going to marry. Redmore, because that was Wib's character, like character's name when we were playing WoW. My Wargan druid was called Redmore, yes. Yeah. So. so that's that's what I'm going to do. Okay, Wib. Hello. Corvus Corax. Hmm. Nikona Sharokin. And Boss Snickrot. I will say my favourite part about Nikona Sharokin is the fact that they just hate the letter I. <laughs> <laughs> And so much. I respect, I respect that. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I've got, I think, I think I've got to kill, um, I've got to kill Snickrot. Someone has to. Because he's a sneaky orc and um, sneaky orcs just aren't, aren't cricket. You should be yelling in your enemy's face the whole time. Mm-hmm. I say that as if I don't. Have a goth army. I don't have a goth army that's. I literally have a small group of <laughs> commandos that I use just to annoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'll uh, I'll fuck Nikona or Nikona. I'm not sure how he's supposed to pronounce Nikona. it. Um, mostly because he his armor seems to have the design of Raven Guard armor that I fucking love from Forge World. Yeah, you're you like, a the, bit of an easy marker that kind of thing. Where it's got the stripe down the center of the pauldron with the um, the bolts holding it in place, like studs. Mm-hmm. I, I just fucking love that design. Um, I haven't actually read any of the stories involving him, so I I don't know uh, how he is as a character. Although I'm looking at the lexicon entry, it says that he um, once shot a Primarch in the head with a sniper rifle. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> and um, survive. Well, yeah, and survive. Um, also, um, yeah, he he is going to be overshadowed by um, big emo bird man, mm-hmm. um, Corvus. Corvus, you are weak. Who, um, I have read Deliverance Lost, and whilst he, he does have his super emo, I'm going to let my wounds bleed. <sighs> um, 
he is a cool. He is a cool chap, and he's one of the more human um, Primarchs. I will say I don't like visually. I don't like how he looks like Nathan Explosion with like a fringe. He does with a like bit. a like a razor straight fringe. He does a bit. So yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to marry uh, Corvus. Oh, take a shot by the way. Deliverance yes. list is written by Gav Thorpe. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> the, honor, so. the, the 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 honorful man here. That sounds like I'm being really suck. No, I think Gav Thorpe's a really cool guy. Yeah, like legit. I think he's great. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um, that was that would be it. So <clears throat> so kill Snickrot, um fuck the other guy. Nakona. <laughs> Nakona. Or oh, I forget the name of Mary Corvus. Uh, Mary Corvus. There we go. Alright. Do you think he calls during one... sex? <laughs> <laughs> Only at you the point of orgasm. screaming. <laughs> Only at the point of orgasm. Do you think he stamps yeah. on people and pecks them? And for half an hour afterwards. And for yeah. half an hour afterwards. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, we get it. Uh, can we just <laughs> Dude, fuck's sake. Okay. He's not much for the aftercare department. <laughs> well, what's anyway. yours, man? Oh, right. Mine is Ferris Manus, okay. Pedro Cantor, mm-hmm. and Sister Verity. I'm thinking of like sleeping with like Ferris Manus, and he'd just be like, he'd be pounding away at you going, Oh, weak! Not good enough! He'd, be, like, he'd just be like negging you the whole time. <laughs> okay, well, my, my logic on this one. Yeah. So... I honestly, apparently Sister Verity is from the Sisters of Battle Omnibus, but I, I haven't read anything about that. And I tried to look her up online and she has basically no information about her. So I'm just going to have to kill her off. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She might, what, she might be cool, but I, just, I don't know her, anything. Yeah, yeah I'll, ign- I'll ignore her and if she dies, I won't know. Hmm. Um, so then the other two. My first instinct was to decide between whether I like hands or fists. <laughs> what do you prefer, right. Drama Cold hands or fiery fists. To be fair, those cold hands would be really strong. But, well, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, actually, you know what? Actually, rather than just judging them by what chapter they belong to, I'll look it up. And yeah, Manus, blacksmith. He's going to have big, strong arms. He's, he's really good strong a, arms. He's going to be good for a fuck. And Pedro Cantor, strong sense of honour. Like, he's an honourable dude. I feel like that's better marriage material. Yeah, I get yeah, that. No, I'd say so, so I'm going to go that way around. Mm. So, mm. fuck Ferris. Mary Pedro and sorry Sister Verity but I don't know you you are not my purse I do not know you <laughs> she is not your purse um, that's not how yeah. I expected that meme to come up today but here we go <laughs> always with the relevant content uh, next up uh, Nerdius Maximus a question for presumably you two more than me can we get any painting streams? Maybe. Um, do we mean as in painting Warhammer miniatures? Presumably, yes. I would um, feel that that's probably it. At some point, probably, but generally speaking, um, I-, I tend to find them a little stressful. Um, and I don't actually get much done when doing mm. them. I-, I kind of prefer to paint on my own time. Especially now that I'm doing uh, the thing on my side channel where I post... Mm. Well, how are you getting on with your models this year? Um, I well, this month, this <laughs> month, I guess. Um, I have finished three of them. Of one of which is a tank, so you know that's a Ooh, bit of okay. a bigger thing. Does that count for two, or is that still no, one model? No, still one. Um, okay, and so still say that's pretty dang impressive. There's a lot of yeah. surface area to cover. And the last one I need to finish because obviously this is a short month, and there is a, another thing i've painted but that's a secret and i can't tell anyone about it um it's a dildo 
<laughs> it's not a dildo. Um, but the fourth one that will be shown off, I am just about to finish the backpack um, on it. It's, 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 it's a Space Marine. It's a little so. rogue trader. Yeah, it's a little rogue trader, Beaky. I've just got to finish the backpack, and then he's done, and then my four are done, and then I'll probably record the stuff, because even though the end of the month isn't here yet, I get ahead of them a little bit, yeah. just for simplicity. Yeah. You've been doing nice. really well. I'm super, super um, proud of you. So yeah, the four I need uh, that should be done um, are, are nearly done. And thank you for your pride. Thank you. Um, what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to, at the end of each episode, um, I'm going to basically lay out um, all of the miniatures that I've painted that year. Because you, you do remember in Smash Brothers Melee, you'd have the trophies and you'd have the table I full of trophies. I remember in Resident Evil 4, you had the, like, the gacha boys. I don't know what that is, so I can't state whether it's, it's like, remotely similar to what I'm talking about. Well, you pressed a button on them and they said something, I think. I can't remember. Did it, did it? Could you put them all on a table and see them all? No. Then it's not what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. Uh, um, just put them all at a table and slowly have a bit of a wang. No, no. Um, What's the point then? Okay, I'm just going to get to my point because it's a really <laughs> small point. <laughs> um... Yes, that could be taken as a penile joke. Um, <laughs> anyway, like in, in Smash Brothers Melee, where you unlock the trophies and then you could look at them all on a table, and that obviously that collection gradually increases, and it just it was it was like having a, a physical collection. It, yeah. it made you realise how many you had. It was cool. Um, I don't know if that was in the latest Smash Brothers. I can't remember. Um, but I'm basically going to do that at the end of each episode to show like everything I've painted in the year, oh. so that'll obviously gradually That's increase. That's a really cool idea. Um, so I'll be up to mm. nine by um, the end of this month. That is if I don't quickly paint something in the intervening time between when I start recording. So. Which, knowing you, you, that's the real possibility. It's possible. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, that's going well. Um, but um, So if you want to see what I have been painting, it's on my side channel, which is Wib Does Stuff. Um, but as, as streams... It's not as sexy a channel as you'd hope it would be. No. 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 I, don't, I don't literally do stuff. Not yet. Not yet. We need to figure out how to get around YouTube first. Oh, well, that'll be on my, um, my, um, YouPorn. Vimeo. <laughs> well, to be fair, like, like, um, Pornhub has started, like, basically saying, hey, creators, come over to us, like, we won't fucking copyright strike you like dickheads, and I'm like... From what I've seen, as far as corporations go, YouPorn's pretty decent, so... Not as bad. It's like, it's like Pornhub, sorry. I don't know, fucking porn sites. It might shock you to know... Pornhub is the one that, that does all the weird marketing That's stuff. where Richard Creamer... I think yes. his name is Richard Creamer. You will have seen this guy, where it's like, this guy got verified on Pornhub, and he literally just does things like... Uh, platonic kiss on the forehead compl- like compilations <laughs> or I tuck you in and make sure you're well, hydra- well hydrated after you've come <laughs> yeah it's a, it's it's a whole really thing. sweet they sent him a jacket <laughs> so it's got like creamer 69 because that's actually his last name <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, just just to, just to I know this is dangerous, but to pull us back to the point, um, yeah, they're probably. I'm I'm not saying like we won't do paint streams every now and again, but yeah, they're I've, not going to be super common because yeah. they are quite stressful. I I, per- yeah. I personally find them quite quite awkward to do. And okay. yeah, people people right. will understand that. I think yeah, that's fair. Okay, next up, Acidus. Hello. In case you didn't see it, here is a genuine reason to be positive about the future. Okay, okay. I'm, sea, I'm listening for this. Sea turtles numbers have increased by 980%. Dude, that's good. fucking rad. They're doing good, the little guys. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, I like turtles. Turtles are good. They're adorable. They're lovely boys. Many, many percents. 
That's that's great. Oh, that, that, that is good to know. Makes me very happy. Yeah, this is important news that we all need to know and share. And I say that without a sli- without any tint of like sarcasm. Like no, no, like, <laughs> like, yeah. no, like legit. That's like super nice to hear. That makes me happy because all you see is doom and gloom and fucking yeah. horror. I mean, for good reason a lot of the oh, time. Yeah. But oh, no, it's yeah, nice I mean... to be reminded that there's good stuff happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, they also um, sent through a um, a dog picture. So a family friend got a new puppy who just happens to be his dog's little brother. So there's some adorable puppy pictures, which I may or may not put on Twitter if I remember. But I'm aware that I quite, I'm aware that I, I'm aware that I often, often say I will and then don't. So sorry. I'll, te- I'll text you on Monday and be like, "Bonch, that is a super cute little puppy." That is a very good puppy. That's yeah. a very. Good there's puppy. one. There's one picture where it's looking quite cute, and another where it's looking manic. <laughs> almost. <laughs> That's just puppies but, have two speeds, which yeah. is asleep or fucking freaking out. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. On the topic of dogs, by the way, did I t- I told you guys that my brother's got a new puppy? Yes, he's a, a French bulldog, and he's on the Instagram. As much as I don't approve of animals have and pets having their own Instagram, this dog is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure whether I'd follow my brother on Instagram, but I have followed this dog. <laughs> You're not sure if you follow your brother? Right, I'm okay. mostly joking. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I don't. I I have an Instagram, but mostly to follow other people. I think I posted like four pictures on there. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone wants to see adorable puppy pictures, Odin Webb on Instagram. That's what you okay. want to check out. Webb with two Bs. Yes, Odin as in the best dog name ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing for this dog. I don't who's know. Like I'd hand-sized. say that like I'd say Carjack is a really good name for a dog. Carjack. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like either you give them superhuman, like super boring human names or you give them stuff names like <laughs> oh fuck like printer that's a good dog name oh fuck yeah oh no printer got got into the garbage again or fucking kevin ate my shoes yeah yeah that's there's like good. that's those are the two names you yeah. should call you call your pets yeah. odin's pretty good though i like that like uh the um uh, one of the members of steam power giraffe bunny bennett she has a cat called sandwiches Sandwiches. Sandwiches. And yeah. that cat is a yeah. derpy floof, and I like <laughs> him very much. <laughs> Amazing. Um, last up, Jack, uh, a fuck, marry, kill. Cool. Okay. I think we may have had at least one or two of these before, but possibly in this, not in this configuration. So. Okay, okay. Logan Grimner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Asriel. Yeah. Mephiston. Okay. okay. Hmm. Um, I'm going to marry Logan Grimner straight away. I think because duh. I think we should kill Mephiston because he's just a dick, badly written. Yeah, we're gonna, okay. I'll kill Mephiston too, and then I'll if, fuck if I had to fuck or marry him, I just, I just every time I was like doing the sexy things with him, I'd be singing like down, down, down on Mephiston or something, and it just <laughs> it would not get old. But purely on that angle, I feel like I'm gonna have to kill him. Okay, so we're going to kill Mephiston, <laughs> and I, I'm happy to to marry Logan Grimnar because he's good. I'd, I'd he's a good be chap. happy. He's mm. like he he'll have like all the best stories. Good good arms for hugging. Good arms for hugging, and he could like get you really nice beer, and he he knows all the best like blacksmiths to make really good axes and stuff. So I think he'd just be a fun guy to be married. To. Yeah. Um. So yeah. it looks like it looks like we're fucking Azrael. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could deal Israel. with being married to him anyway. He's too sneaky and like he'll do things behind your back and 
And like the thing is, he'd be like sneaky for no reason. Yeah, like, he'd go out and Which... get milk, and then you'd be like, "Hey, you'd be like, hey, where you been?" And he'd be like, "Nowhere." And you're like, "Why are you gonna get so fucking weird about?" And then it? and then you'd go out and get milk. You'd get back, and you'd have like too much milk, and it go off, and it's. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. dude, I, why didn't you? You went out for milk earlier. Is like, the, and if you really it, and like, I feel that he'd probably like put you under some like intense questioning as to why you went out and got milk, and he'd bring in like his mate who's an interrogator, and yeah, and then you'd be like in the interrogation, and room, and you'd be like, sitting in the corner just yelling into a pillow, just screaming, and you'd be like, this isn't working. Yeah, which I mean, it's it's all great for a fuck, but not for more a long term relationship. A few days, yeah, or whatever. yeah. yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah. God, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, there we go. So there we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And that is our questions done. Cool. Good. Okay, cool. Um, I have got one little thing uh, to mention before we uh, wrap up that I just wanted to say. Okay. Um, because I, um, as well as the thing that was mentioned earlier about uh, me putting up things on my side channel where I am showing off what I'm painting throughout the year, also because I'm a trash person that uh, wanted to make a bunch <laughs> of non-content, uh, I recorded a shitload of videos of me building small Lego kits the other yes. day. Yes. And I put... Lego or not Lego? Well, okay. The other ones are Lego. That oh, I good. recorded. Um, they freak me out a bit, your not Lego one. Yeah, I put up one the other day that is of a not Lego kit, of a brick tech, block tech rather, um, kit Whatever from it was, like it Poundland. Was shit. And it was shit. It was shit. Um, but if you, if you enjoy watching someone just build a Lego kit for like 10 minutes... Um, then go again. Go over to Wib does stuff. A few more of those will be going up um, soon. I'm not sure what schedule I'll be putting those up at. Um, and um, if people watch them, then that justifies me going out and buying really cheap shit knockoff Lego kits <laughs> and then building them. And really, I need people to enable me on this. <laughs> he because, does because I want to do it anyway. And <laughs> if if more than like 50 people care, then that. That basically allows me to do it and justify it. So, yeah. so go do nice. that for me, please. Go over to Wib Does Stuff. It's a YouTube channel. Like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell. I also secretly send him pictures of Lego. Lego. Um, I, I actually, I, I my my goal for this year with putting up stuff on it more consistently is I want to get that that little channel over a thousand subs i know that's like next to nothing yeah, but well, like i'm working on a bunch of stuff now i'm i've got two scripts i'm working on right now for my channel yeah and i'm probably not going to go anywhere because i have a, an immense fear of completing tasks because that means it might suck you ain't special doing things <laughs> like a functional adult made me fucking sick but yeah, check MySpace. Web does stuff. <laughs> check Bebo. <laughs> check my MySpace. And vampire freaks. I actually did have a vampire freaks account, but not because I wanted one. Because a guy at college basically like browbeat me into getting one, and then he was like, "All the girls send me sexy pictures," and I was like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really talk to him much after that. Yeah, understandable. Uh, shall we end this this hallucinatory nightmare? Yeah. That is the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. If you've got any more questions or who we should do a fuck, a marry, or a kill on, or slash ignore, because we're not that harsh, or any other stupid things like... If someone wants my fucking Just Cause copy... <laughs> Please, please email only drummer Matt at sniperwib at gmail.com. 
Please, he needs this taken off his hands. Please, for just one email, <laughs> at any time, you can take this weight off this young man's mind. This burden. This burden that he must carry of owning an extra copy of a game he doesn't want. He doesn't like much. And it isn't very good. Yeah. It will cost you nothing but to send an email saying, just cause give, please. What you should do is, if you're sending you something don't, if, in... If you spell anything right, that is a bonus. Literally, just what... Somebody don't, take it off. Don't just write those words in the subject line, though, because as previously mentioned, I won't notice that you've asked yeah. for it. So, like, if everyone could just end the email with... I would like your just cause now because, and then in 50 words or less, explain why drama deserves happiness. At <laughs> this point, honestly, I think we'll just, just give just cause now. It's would just, be enough. If it's just please give, like, like just such cause. Like, it doesn't matter. As long as you can work out what it's supposed to say, it doesn't have to be right. We don't care. Just take, he, he needs to sleep. I he can't believe it's peace. so hard to give away something for free. Maybe that's just a testament of how bad the fucking game actually Maybe. is. Anyway, oh. <laughs> I've been Snipe. He's been Wib. Say bye. Bye. And he's been Drama Matt. Bye. Thank you for listening and goodbye.